the Wu flu, the flu Manchu, the Kung flu, the Chinaman cough, COVID-19, coronavirus. It doesn't matter what you call it, it's here. Next up on this episode of the Kingdom Project Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to a new episode of the Kingdom Project Podcast. I am your host, Marcus Hall, and it has been a while. Um, <laughs> it's It's been a little crazy, and really before this COVID stuff, it was a little crazy, and um, that's what I'm going to talk about here up front, is uh, you've noticed uh, no no sermons for the last two, uh, two weeks um, because the boy got sick. Um, he was sick. He got the flu. Uh, he had influenza B, and there was a chance of possible pneumonia because there was an X-ray and there was a little spot on his lung and very high fever. Fever would just linger, uh, even with medicines and rotating the different medicines and and fever reducers, and um, it would just only go down a little bit and gets very stressful. Um, as a parent, and a little bit scary at times. So he 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 was really sick. Um, I mean, at least in my opinion of a child being sick, it seemed like he was really bad. So uh, there was worry and concern there. Um, but once we found out what was going on, we were able to get antibiotic in him to uh, prevent uh, the pneumonia from happening, and things started to uh, go rather quickly after that. Um, so that first Sunday was still like, um, you know, he was, was still sick though. He was recovering at that point. The wife had, um, experienced just a little bit of a fever. Uh, so we didn't want to go to church and expose, uh, anybody, or I didn't want to leave them home. I would still maybe be at risk to expose people. So this is the common sense that we should use during the cold and flu season, right? Uh, so we canceled. Uh, then Monday and Tuesday, I was very achy. <laughs> and Tuesday uh, afternoon, I had a low-grade temp. So I decided uh, something's probably going to happen. And then so I slept on the couch. And yep, I ended up with a fever, uh, a temperature of 103 for a few days. So I, whether I got the flu or not, or residual, or something, some sort of uh, strain, I don't know, but I was sick, and I was still recovering that Sunday, and uh, just hoping to recover and get enough strength so I could get to work, get back to work, and uh, I did, and then uh, COVID started to make the scene even more than what it had, so I want to talk about... uh, I want to talk about coronavirus. Everybody else is. Why can't I? And so it may be just a little bit of a uh, little bit of a different type of episode here. Um, but we should talk about it, okay? I want to talk about it from the pers- perspective of uh, of hearing and seeing what's been going on within the Christian community online. And on posts, and what people have been saying. So, on my personal 
Uh, well, hold on. Let's just back up for a second. Let's just talk about COVID for a second. It's coronavirus. Coronavirus uh, is nothing new, but this is a new version of it. Okay. In case people did not know, you should probably know by now that there are four different types of coronaviruses that already existed. This is the fifth one, and it's different. Okay. Uh, all the other four all have different differences in them. So this one obviously is different as well. So it's the fifth uh, known one to be discovered. So at the beginning of all this, there was a lot of, there's always a lot of uh, uh, shares and things going on. People telling you to look at your Lysol cans and Lysol cans and uh, other products said it would kill human coronavirus. So big conspiracy theories and people going on. No. Uh, so that you have to debunk really fast. Um, <laughs> so I just coughed. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> it's for me still recovering. Um, the issue on that is research and look up stuff educate yourself first and foremost okay everyone's like oh look it's a cover-up they already knew there was coronavirus because it's on lysol cans and it's like that is not for this one uh that we know of this is for the ones that existed before so all that being said is don't believe your social media post. Uh, the majority of them, you cannot. Okay, so we saw this come from Wuhan, and then uh, uh, which is China, and China's communist, and um, the the government, you know, is very bad. They were uh, hushing people up, uh, uh, imprisoning people. People were disappearing. That were trying to talk about the spread of this new virus that was taking place in Wuhan, and uh, a month went by until. It was known by the rest of the world, really. Uh, so, really, it's China's fault. Um, <laughs> uh, so, I don't care what the media is saying and giving all that grief to the president about saying Chinese virus. All right? It's Chinese virus because it's where that's where it originated. It's not racist. It should not be considered racist uh, to say Chinese virus uh, to someone who is Chinese. Um, this is the way things work in this world. Okay. The media is just trying to do whatever they can to pin something on the president. And since he's been handling this thing very well, I would say that's really the only thing, uh, they have, uh, for their ammo is to say, okay, you're being uh, a racist here by saying this when the media themselves, uh, at the very beginning of this for a couple of weeks was calling it the Wuhan virus or the Wuhan flu or the Chinese virus as well. You can find those compilations all over the internet. So they were just as guilty as what they're trying to uh, uh, pin on the president now. So um, at this point, all of them pretty much of uh, the st in the states in uh, America have cases of COVID. Um, I live in Illinois, and there were m most most cases were happening up north in Chicago uh, and surrounding areas there. And now there's been a couple of cases confirmed uh, down in the southern region of the state where we reside. Um, I'm sure there's far more cases out there, and we're going to see an increase of cases. So uh, not to try to breed more fear or panic the issue here is that the more 
tests that get distributed, the more cases we are going to see because people will finally be able to get tested um, because they've been sick and they'll go to the doctor, the ER, or follow the guidelines that have been uh, laid out by uh, local and state and CDC uh, regulations and all that. Okay, There will be an increase. Um, that's not to say that it the problem is getting worse. That's to say that we are now seeing who or how many have it. Um, one problem I see with the the test is there's not enough test, and some that you can have false positives, uh, or you can test just false um, or negative for this as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> I swear I don't have COVID. Uh, I'm just coughing. I've been coughing since I've been sick with the flu. <laughs> so, um, some people aren't going to get tested either. They're probably just going to stay home. I would say if you get the symptoms that are related to COVID to make the necessary, uh, arrangements to go get tested. Um, but numbers will spike, um, but maybe not as fast as they would if all these um, orders had not been put in place. And what I'm talking about is I think I'll, everyone should should know at least somewhat what's going on. If it's not going on in, in your area, that there's been many places that have closed down uh, restaurants and bars. Uh, re- restaurants, you can still go through drive through. You can go to, in some of them you can go in and order but take the food out others you order and they bring it curbside to you um as of just recently the well actually starts the day that the day i'm recording this this is march 21st and here in illinois there is a shut-in uh lockdown that is taking effect that will go from uh, now till uh, April 7th is the last day. So a little lengthy, uh, on that. Although it's not, it doesn't seem to, when you see this happening in California, because it's already happened there. And then in New York as well, um, there's a lot of people thinking you're just completely shut down and on lockdown. Uh, a lot of people are still working and not just because they can work from home. Um, going to the proper web pages, like by like the state web page, and seeing what's going on, um, you you're going to be able to see that um, essential workers um, includes a numerous amount of types of work. Okay, it's not just police and firemen, um, and plumbers, electricians, and the field of work I am in as well. Um, pest control exterminators because it's a public health service and uh, helps with sanitation and other other you know means of uh, health public health so um, I don't get to be off work (laughs) Uh, and to be kind of honest I was a little bummed about that Uh, it makes me feel a little bit more high risk if I have to go into people's homes right now um, but there's some changes in our field of work that, that will be implemented, um, along with wearing, um, uh, you know, medical gloves and things like that. Um, 
to try to be more proactive and and not catching this thing because as you all know you can have this thing for uh, two weeks before symptoms even show up uh, so I you know I could be in a house with somebody who has it and they don't know it and then I could get it and not know it for a while but there's also a really good chance to be around somebody who has this and not catch it at all because there's many reports of of someone in a family uh, getting it being positive and their spouse and their children um, have sh- showed n- no um, symptoms whatsoever and they've been okay up to this point so really what it comes down to is when you're reading and listening to the news uh, reading papers and or, or you know articles and what that whatnot um, it really does come down to there's so much different information out there that no one really knows a whole lot about any of it and so that's something to keep in mind and also with the social media I would pay no attention to a post that's been circulated you know 450 times that says hey I'm somebody that lives in this area and this is what's really going on um, usually uh, I somebody sent me one of those recently and I already knew that the facts that they were giving um, was was not uh, on par with the actual medical information that I had already seen from that area as well. Um, it was um, someone who was supposed to be living in Italy. I just really thought it, most of it was bunk. So um, I said, just you need to stop reading this stuff and stop reading the social media stuff anyway. <laughs> that that really helps. Okay, now moving along. Um, when this first started uh, and they were asking people just to stay in as much as they could and all that there was a lot of controversy going on um, with churches Uh, churches um, whether or not they should be open um, and have service still and gather and do uh, what churches do and there was a lot of people on social social media saying that uh, they were they would not be canceling. They would not be uh, doing making any changes whatsoever. Um, an individual, um, I mean, say, t- talking as an, an individual. If an individual were to say, "This is how I feel about this," you know, and 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 I'm going to stand up and do this. Um, that that that, and just saying saying things that. Um, that don't don't really seem ne- negative or anything like that. There was nothing nothing wrong. I didn't have anything uh, an issue with any of that. I'm seeing a lot of that stuff and was just like whatever. What I started to get bothered by was once they said um, groups um, groups should just be no no uh, larger than fifty, and then it dropped to ten. And there were people saying they still would was not going to go by these standards that would be were being laid out by the powers that be, and um, I started to see even more radical posts about uh, Christians being cowards, uh, being pansies. You know, Rodney Ho- Howard Brown is one of those saying he was never going to do anything because uh, his church wasn't full of pansies. Um, I've seen posts about. Um, 
if you uh, are trying to be proactive and stay at home and limit exposure to uh, being out or around people, then your faith in Christ is not all there. You lack a lot of faith. Um, there were a couple of particular posts that I saw that were very mean, very belittling and demeaning and demeaning to uh, people's faith in Christ, um, saying that these recommendations and these guidelines and uh, that are being laid out um, was just, you know, not wisdom because it was from man. And so if you were going to adhere to these things, then then you truly don't know who your your savior is. You have unbelief. You have no faith and things like that. And it it got it got me upset. Um, no Christian, whether a preacher or a teacher, or just a layman. OK, although I feel we're all equal as believers I don't believe that any Christian has the right or the authority to call out someone's faith as being false um, because of a, a multiple, multiple, multiple things. To say that you are going to follow guidelines put out by the CDC and public health departments and even the president um, makes your belief in Christ nothing is a demeaning thing to say. It tells me that these people are more fanatics than anything else. They may think that they're edifying and encouraging and trying to spur some people on by stepping on their toes. And to that, I would say wrong way of doing it. Uh, not good. You don't glow in the dark. You're not any more special than anybody else, um, especially if you just want to be stupid and go out and not adhere to what's been put out by uh, by the, these authorities. OK. Demeaning somebody's faith in Christ and telling them they don't really know who Christ is is just really it, it, you're being you're I don't know it's arrogance it's pride uh, there's some narcissism in there as well and um, it's uncalled for you should never demean or belittle someone's faith um, I don't care how passionate you believe you are or how bold you think you are um, and uh, you know I posted this on my personal Facebook and uh uh, I was getting accused of, well, not so much accused, but they were like, right, you're talking about this group or that place. And I was like, no, it wasn't that at all. And I explained, you know, th there are actually believers saying, no, we're not going to do this. You know, this is persecution from the government. And it's not. This is not Christian persecution. This is not. Um, <laughs> this is not the government telling us to do something that is against the word of God. Um, which some, some would say, well, we're supposed to gather and have church. Yeah, yeah, sure. But there are things going on in this country and in this world right now when people are getting sick, people are dying, and they're trying to figure out what to do about this situation. People are in panic. People are in fear. All right. Um, 
you 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 are not going to help build somebody's faith up by saying, "Hey, if you stay home for two weeks, you have no faith in Jesus." All right? You you're not helping. You're not contributing. And I don't care if you believe you heard that from God. You didn't. All right. So that's that's my take on that. You did not hear from God. Um, other people. Um, this was really showing a lot of things in my opinion people at the beginning of this are saying God is telling them to do this and that and stand up and fight and now God's telling them to back down and uh, (laughs) well that's a wishy-washy God isn't it I mean does he change his mind a lot uh, usually when God speaks God speaks Um, (laughs) so you know a lot of people are influenced by their passion or their interpretation of what they believe to be the interpretation of the word. Uh, they're influenced by their theology does not mean that you are hearing directly from God. All right. Now I'm not saying that God does not speak to us, but, um, a lot of times people confuse what they are thinking by what they are seeing and experiencing and think that's the word of God. The Holy Spirit did not tell the, some of these people that these other Christians are cowards and pansies, all right, that they had no faith and they were living in unbelief, all right? Furthermore, if these people are chiming in so much about the, the, the power, the healing power of the Lord, which I do believe in, why are they not in the cities that are most effective right now? go and pray and heal the sick that's your command that you're always telling people to do why can't you go do it yourself all right i usually don't lower myself to that standard because i know a lot of cessationists will say if these people can heal why aren't they going to hospitals and healing you know and all that stuff um it's not always real i I really just don't think that's a good um argument a lot of times however i think in this case if uh, you're the one who's proclaiming that all the time, why why can you not go and help out um, all the people that are serving our communities and trying in medicine, in hospitals and doctors' offices? Um, you're not. Um, you want to show you're not a coward. You know, go to the epicenter of of the highest amount of cases, <laughs> and uh, see if you get sick or not. Um, and, uh, maybe, maybe you can just heal everybody and give them the cure. I don't know. Um, I say all that and it does sound mean, but it's mean how these people are acting and what they are saying and how they are treating the body of Christ. And I believe it's wrong. And I believe they need to repent for what they have said and apologize and get their doctrine straight, get their theology straight and, uh, stop, stop just stop doing what you're doing okay i mean rodney howard brown he he had he had made a video and declared that it would not come to the shores of uh covid was not going to make it to america he said he uh took out zika or whatever so it wasn't going to happen and it wasn't going to be in florida and it wasn't going to be in the united states and here we are um it's here Okay, so your decrees and your declarations of saying that's not going to happen doesn't seem to work. All right. Um, Instead, what is the answer here? Um, 
we could go many, many routes on this. Um, I saw a Bible study that was live on Facebook over the weekend, and I sat in on that um, about, you know, if, if God allows or permits, is God allowing this? Um, <laughs> I'm not going to go too deep in any of these things. Um, but um, it's evident if you read through the entire Bible that God has used uh, famines and pestilence and wars throughout his, uh, that biblical history that's in the Old Testament. Now, there's uh, ways of looking at this, and I'm not going to say that it's always entirely right. Um, I struggle with this at times as well. Um, but we know God is, is sovereign. We know that um, God's will will be done no matter what. Uh, the majority of the instances in the Old Testament that take place are under the Old Covenant in which God is in covenant with the people of Israel. They're living in a theocracy. And this covenant has uh, these, these statements and these blessings and these cursings where God's going to have their back when countries are rising up against them and defying them. They're going to be the nation to lead nations, right? There are things taking place there that is taking place because of this covenant that's been established between God and Israel. When you get to the New Testament, we see that Jesus is the perfect imprint, the perfect representation of the Father. And a new covenant is established. This new covenant is established between Jesus and God. We come into that covenant through faith in Christ. We're not in covenant with God. It's Jesus that's in covenant with him. And if you want to be simplistic, we could say there's one blessing, one cursing. Blessing is our forgiveness of sins, which is salvation and equals eternal life. The cursing is remaining dead in your sins and trespasses and uh, eternal death. Whether God is allowing and permitting, I've not seen that a whole lot. I'm not sure on that. I mean, uh, what I mean is I'm not seeing the allow and permit and use. let's use the book of Job as our standard in what happens in this world. Let us not forget the ending of Job, where up until that point, we are seeing what Job thought of God until God speaks to Job and rebukes him many times and pretty much is saying, you don't know, you really don't know much about me. And Job repents for not, uh, for not really knowing who God is. However, there are many things that can take place and we just don't know why. doesn't mean God's killing people. Uh, there's no like, hey, the world's going to pay right now for the way they've been acting or the United States is paying right now. This is judgment on the nation because God is not in covenant with the nation. It's not his business. He's in covenant with Christ. It's an eternal covenant, an everlasting covenant. Uh, and it does not look like the, the, the Mosaic Covenant at all. It's far from it. 
so there is not judgment being poured out. It's not a, because we they had this angry God that's trying to get a message across. But simply, I believe that because of wet markets and all these things, I don't know. However, it happened in China, a bat, someone ate a bat. Someone said, what's the dirtiest animal there is? Let's eat it. I don't know. Then a new virus spread and came about and spread quickly and spread across the whole world. (laughs) Did God cause that virus? I don't believe he did. However, I do not want to be guilty of saying that God's not doing things and is doing certain things. The truth of the matter is that we do live in a world that is fallen and has circumstances to the things um, uh, or consequences to the things that we do. Somebody somewhere did something to invite or introduce a new virus into humanity. Okay. Uh, the Chinese government tried to keep this a secret and they failed at that <laughs> and it spread. We are living with this circumstance and there's consequences to it at this point. We will prevail. We will overcome. Uh, something. It, it, it will go away at some point, even if it turns into a common illness that happens at flu and cold, flu and cold season. It's going to be okay. Um, Unfortunately, there are people who have died and there will be people that will will still die, Um, especially in the those with underlying issues and those who are elderly. But we have a God that is sovereign. We have King Jesus that is holding things together. Um, And it's because of him. It's through him, for him and by him that we all exist. Therefore, whatever is happening here, we can't seem to understand that, and that's okay. But there's going to be some good that comes from this. That sounds cliche to a lot of people. I understand that. But God will be glorified, and he can be glorified right now through this this issue that's happening. So all that being said, It's okay to be a little scared. It's okay to be worried and concerned. We can have some fears on this. I understand that. I, for one, have been a little freaked out by it. It's kind of scary. It's really scary to some people. And I understand this. It's okay. Never let anyone demean you for your worry, your concern, or being scared. But know that you are in Christ. Know that our comfort is from Him. And know that... Provision and protection comes from him as well. He knows all things from beginning to end. Okay. Now, I would say instead of decreeing, declaring, and looking at symbols, all right, because here in Illinois, the shut in ends um, on Passover. So people are saying that's prophetic. Think logically on that. It would seem more prophetic if it happened the day after Passover on the 9th. (laughs) But it happens on the day of Passover, okay? Furthermore, it's a type and a shadow pointing to Jesus. There's no need to smear the blood over our doors, okay? 
Jesus's blood has been spilt once and for all. He is our Passover lamb. He is our high priest. We are in him. All right. Uh, so I don't see that being prophetic what's, whatsoever. People look for symbols or words and signs biblically, and it becomes Christian omen reading. So instead of declaring and decreeing and trying to take some authority over this, let's pray that God have mercy on what's going on. All right. So I've never done this before on this podcast, but I am going to pray. And, uh, and that's how we'll wrap this episode up. So father, we thank you. We thank you for reconciliation. We thank you for your son. We thank you, Jesus, for the crew, uh, the, the, the sacrifice that you made and overcoming death and bringing new life to all those who believe in you in faith. I pray that protection uh, be be over all and because all are reconciled favor has been restored to the father and this is a chance to minister your love this is a chance to minister your grace and your mercy so in the times of crisis and in the times of desperation I pray that something just takes root or takes uh, seed in people's lives that would continue and not not go away after this time that lives would be spared that your mercy would just resound not just here on in the lands of uh or the of all the states of america but across the globe as well that this would unite people in serving one another and being more health conscious and um and in using common sense on on when it comes to gathering or being around people and knowing when to stay home and to follow uh to follow the rules that have been established by the authorities we know that these have been in place by you we see that um that we should be subject to the governing authorities in romans chapter 13 um and to resist authorities, resist what you have appointed is what it says. So until that tells us to go against your word, that we should have respect and submit to these things that have been laid out to protect not just us ourselves, but all those that are around us. So I pray that your name be glorified. And I pray that uh, whatever, for whatever reason, this is happening that it all comes around to good and it all comes around for uh the your kingdom to spread like a like and grow like the leaven in the in the in the in the batch like the the small the small mustard seed that grows into the biggest tree that there is an increase of government and peace that rests on your shoulders jesus and that's going to continue to spread despite a pandemic despite whatever the economy says financially despite the loss of money and finances and toilet paper that you are indeed in control you are king of kings and lord of lords and i thank you and i praise you for that in jesus name amen